Hello and welcome to the Sean Haggerty Show, a podcast where I, myself, Sean Haggerty, chat to friends, comedians, peers, um, not peers Morgan, like peers, P-E-E-R-S, isn't it? Um, comedians, friends, actors, fucking blah, blah, blah. And my guest this week is a fabulous comedian. Can I call you a comedian? You're... Yeah. Yeah? I is like that what you want to be known as, first and foremost? He, for now, yeah. For now. For now. Comedian Claire Corrigan. And this is where everybody, like all producers and stuff, give you a round of applause. Oh, thanks. But you're talking Thank a couple you. of years down the line at the minute. It's just me and you in my wee hut. But uh, how are you? This is the start of it. This is it. This is where it all began. And you're, this is the debut in the new kind of studio. Thank you. So you're the, you're the first guest. You were warned that I had to be kept nice and warm, room yeah. temperature. Yeah. Uh, the radiator's been on all morning. And we were supposed to have Psychic Glenn, who actually pulled out of me this morning. But surely if he's psychic, he should know that he was going to pull out and just not agree to do it in the first place. Is it too early to jump in and on the innuendos there, is it? Never. Never too early. What are you going to say? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Um, that would have been actually pretty good, because like you said, he's all into the auras and stuff. And I would like yeah. be interested. Next time, though, I'll go Next and find time. out where he lives. Yeah, my mum actually retired recently as a clairvoyant. Go away. From being a clairvoyant, yeah, it was the end of an hour. And no, it's good that you get that because a lot of people that would have went over their heads. So like the, the aura, like the aura yeah. yeah, like the aura. Uh, so your mom wasn't a clairvoyant then. That Not was at just all. that was just one of your dad jokes. Yeah. See, like, that's what I love about thoughts. your jokes. Your jokes are just they're so they're so like you're just dad jokes, like aren't mm-hmm. they? Like, you're much. you're okay with the name of them, dad jokes. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm a dad, so it, it, yeah, sort of, it, it makes sense. <laughs> it comes naturally then. Yeah. But do what I hate. <laughs> see, see if you go onto YouTube, right, and you search for like dad jokes and stuff, mm. it, the videos come up, especially Tim Vine. Mm. And what this says in the title are the worst jokes are always the best. And I fucking hate that because it doesn't make sense. It's yeah. like saying the ugliest girls are always the hottest. And it's like, no, they're not. They're ugly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's a really terrible example, <laughs> but you know what I mean? They can change. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. Like, yeah, no, I, I enjoy them wee jokes. Mm. I always get a giggle. What, who, who are your favourite comedians? Like, when you, how long have you been gigging now? Um, I started, my first gig was March 2019. So, exactly. But this past few months, I've really given it a given it a push, and that's why a lot of people think I'm only new. I'm like, mm. Mm. But yeah, I, I am, but like, I started ages ago. <laughs> I know. The only is the same. Like she's been gigging for I think three or four years now. Mm-hmm. But technically, she's only gigged as much as like someone has gigged for a year and a half mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. Yeah. So whenever the pandemic started, so I started March two thousand nineteen. Done a few gigs. Died on my fucking hole in my hometown. Mm-hmm. Like I had this whole character in mind um, to read out this wee poem that I wrote. Oh, fuck, it was so bad. You when I ended up on stage, huh? you don't do it anymore. The poem? Oh no, 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 no God, no! Um, got up on stage and the character didn't come with me, so right. I was—it was just me, stage fright, massive <laughs> fucking light on my face, and people that I fucking knew. Do you know, it's okay if it's people that you didn't know. Mm. I always find, and I just completely froze up, and I had the book, and I'm just reading it out like as if I'm a P two student, you know, being put Jesus. on the spot, and then the end of it. I had a mic drop, like, you know, ooh, and I I can't even remember if I did drop the mic or did I just place it. 
And I walked off and I was shaking. I was like, I'm done. Like, I was fucking done. Were you shaking, holding the book? Like, could people I think I was, it probably was, you know. Because see when you see new comedians and they're holding a page or something mm-hmm. and it's shaking, I want to die. <laughs> I want to die. Yeah. I'm like, I never want to do stand-up ever again. <laughs> do this is This is the end. You see, I, I always would have done, like, growing up, I was always the one that done the speeches and all at mass. Mm-hmm. I always done, you know, I was the always... Reasons? I was always... Yeah, what did I say? Speeches. Pretty much. I was always on the readings of mass, and I was always the one that was chosen out of the family to do the readings and all for weddings and everything. And I was grand, but see, see, this past few years, something just, uh, see, I can pinpoint exactly what happened. <laughs> I was um, chairwoman or whatever of some group that we done like anti drugs and alcohol and all, mm-hmm. and I had to do a reading or a speech. Actually, it was a speech this time yeah. in front of all these youngsters, and I just it was the first time that I ever experienced. Like stage fright mm. and I had the speech and all and I was 100% confident I was like yeah of course I'll do it everyone was like yeah clear and good got up and I was like what the fuck's happening to me I took some sort of like panic attack it was you forget weird. how to breathe and stuff don't you weird. Yeah, it was so yeah. weird yeah. so that was the only time it happened and then at my granny's funeral I had to go up and do a reading and I remember the podium I was holding on to the podium and I genuinely do think, like, even the, even the words, like, this is the weirdest thing. The words turned into, like, the only way I can describe it is, like, worms. Mm. And the words was going all over the page. And yeah. I was holding on to the podium and I'm shaking. I was like, what is going on with me? This is not me. Mm. This is not normal. And then for me to then get up on stage, I'm like, yeah, it's great. I know it's weird, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it is. I think for me, I don't know if it was the point that where, where I got to where I wanted to perform or if it was the point I got to where I just needed someone to tell my jokes to people mm-hmm. but it could only be me because I couldn't afford to have hired someone at the yeah. time or you know <laughs> or just give them to someone so yeah. it's weird isn't it it's like what what goes off in your head that makes you go this makes me feel the worst I've ever felt in my life yeah. I'm going to attempt to do this for a living yeah is it the challenge I, I, or what it, what is I don't it? know what it is like is there something wrong with us like even the like for me to do this, that's another reason why I didn't really push myself was just that a lot of it's Belfast based mm-hmm. and I'm up in the sticks of Oma and it was the travel and I'm also a single parent so it's like having to sort out childcare or trying to get the gigs. Like you have to, eat, like you know yourself, you have to try and get like at least five times a night like or a week all night. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like you try and get to every single gig to get your face out there to get known to get into the local um, scene. So I, I found that very difficult where I was. So that's why I started up the, well, I didn't start, it was um, the green room and open mic night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was originally a few local ones ran it in the community centre. It was a local open mic. And then for reasons out of their control, it had to close down. So I was like, right, well, this is my opportunity to bring the comedy to me. Mm-hmm. One night, I was doing it every fortnight. So then it was like, right, that night, Lily Cully says to her daddy. So it all... It was all to suit myself. I was just yeah, being selfish, yeah. you know. And you emceed? And I emceed, yeah. So I had to force myself. And that was me. I was like, I have to get up on stage. Yeah, yeah. So that was me coming out of the, after the, after the time I died on my whole. That was me. I was like six months or something. I was like, no, I'm done. And then whenever I got the opportunity to start at the green room, that was me back. I was like, right, now I have to. Because. Mm-hmm. That's good to too. Emcee, like. Because it's in the green room too of dailies. Mm-hmm. It's almost like big brother's little brother. It's the stepping stone, yeah. yeah. So it's. You know, Slowly. yeah, that's that's the whole reason. It's like, right, well, I could have taken this anywhere, but it makes sense to have it mm. in the home of the comedy. Do you know what I mean? The dailies is known for comedy. Plus, I worked in dailies, right? So right, I was right. a barman in dailies. So yeah. I was like, here, look, there's a wee room up there. It's a wee intimate small room. 
it'll be perfect and it literally is the green room where all the comedians hang mm. out and it'll be the stepping stone until Daly's main stage so it was all it all ties in yeah but um, then I started that 11th of February 2020 the lockdown was the March, March. <laughs> so I was like right what is the universe trying to tell me you know <laughs> but then I turned to TikTok so that was kind of trying to stay in with it you know and then what, what did you do or what do you do on TikTok? So originally I started doing, so I worked in dailies during lockdown. Um, I was just on my own and I was trying to think of ways of staying engaged, like with the customers and stuff. And Did you run their page or something? Yeah, so I started doing their social TikTok? media management. Yeah, so I right, created. Okay. So I just started doing videos by myself in the dailies, in dailies with the dailies uniform. And it really took off, like massively took off. So I was like, right, I'll, I'll create a dailies TikTok because it was on my own TikTok originally. Mm. So created a dailies TikTok, continued with the videos, but it's really fun. It's really strange because whenever I was in that bar, I'm on my own, like there's nobody about. I'm doing these videos, I'm putting them up, but you forget then whenever you're out in public. It's like, oh yeah, people have seen that because you're on your own. You're not yeah, really, yeah. you know, you're not doing it for, like it's not like a play or anything, like you're on your own. And then yeah. you go, and you're like, oh, that's your doll. Like I got, people knew me. I was like, oh fuck, how do I deal with this? It's it was weird, quite, yeah, it was, it's that, it's that weirdness because like I done those videos during lockdown and people are still oh and I know your wife like, oh there's your doll check that oh there's dailies you know but, uh, so what so had you in dailies while there was a lockdown like what I was what just was in drinking no I was <laughs> just on your own just brushing floors <laughs> just and hanging out and um, they still had the off license going, going oh so, okay right yeah. so you worked in there and the off license yeah and they right, wanted to right, take right. away you needed the fucking off license over lockdown didn't you Mad, it was so busy. There was at one point on Saturday on Saturday evenings, we actually at one point had I think like six or seven members of staff working on off license. Uh huh. And it wasn't even like on a, in the normal <laughs> circumstances. There was not that many staff on on the Saturday because we were doing the takeaway pints and cocktails and all as well. You mm-hmm. see, so there was delivery. There was somebody pulling the pints, somebody pulling the cocktails, somebody pulling off the boss, and we juggling. There was <laughs> 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 that was on a Sunday. Um, <laughs> Live on TikTok, was it? But yeah, it was... the Daily's only fans. <laughs> only fans. So I was, um, I wasn't. Only fans, did you say? <laughs> no. Are you the only fans? Am I on only fans? Yeah. As in, like a subscriber or anything? Like, have you content? tried to? No, I've, I've, like, I've obviously heard about it, yeah. but I've never, I've never so much as even been on. Is it a website or an app? Or... I have no idea because I tried mm. to sign up, but they wouldn't accept me. Why? Maybe I'm just too amusing. Um, I don't know. They wouldn't right. accept me. Um, I like you had to put in your passport photograph. So I took a photograph of my passport and then a selfie. And I don't think it matched up because my passport's like out of date twelve years ago. So that's probably why. Maybe yeah. Have I changed that much? Like you're was, probably what twelve on your passport. <laughs> like are you fucking letting this child? Subscribe only once. That's lovely. It's actually never. Yeah. All I thought was like. That's still my face, but obviously people looking at it. Is it though? Is it? That could be your child. That could be your daughter. Yeah. So did you work in Bailey's then just when all, like, who have you seen when you were working there? You were obviously working during the comedy night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that seen? was actually so... Um, Abandon Man, David O'Doherty, people like that? All of them. Like, yeah. On the main stage, you mean? Like on Bailey's Comedy Club? Um, well, there's Kevin McLear, there was... Damo Clark, there was, um, you're gonna put me on the spot. I'm so bad with names. So I'm the worst with names. What do you call your fella? He was in Father Ted. He was the priest. He was like, Father Damo. 
you know, um, he was blonde, curly hair, oh and God. he was Dougal Duguet, was it? No, he was Dougal's no, you're, friend. Yeah, you're thinking of Father Demo, I think he was called in that. Um, this is how bad I am in names, because he did PBs at the Moy for me on Paddy's night. And you... Is I it the same fella with blonde curly hair and he was very blonde much like hair. Dougal blonde curly hair. in Father Ted? He was in one episode? Yeah. Was he like a Daniel Ronald kind of character? No. And he goes, I've no Willie. That's him. him? Oh, Daniel, yeah. what do you say? Pat McDonald. You Pat call McDonald. Him because Paddy yes. McDonald used to get bookings in Dublin and show up and people were like, you Shut weren't in Father Ted? Yeah. Oh, that'd be so yeah. awkward. I know, I know. Oh my god, well, he was there. Um, um, who else? Tom Steed. Do you know what um, I think? Right, God, no, I shouldn't be mentioning this. Never mind. I'm just going to drink my tea. You know you have to say it now. You, mm. you, can't, you can't start that. This is a clip. This is on the verge of being a clip. Like, whenever I worked there, so obviously I wasn't in the comedy scene at that time. And I was very new to it all, but um, <clears throat> the posters I put up, so their faces are on it. But these posters, them pictures, it's like catfishing. Like, I'm not being hateful, I'm really not being hateful. Right. But there's a lot of the posters, a lot of the pictures that the fellas were using. And then they'd land in, and I'm thinking, that's not the fella that's on the mm. poster. You know, like, that picture is from 20, like, my passport. Yeah. If they were applying for OnlyFans, there was, there was no chance they were fucking getting into OnlyFans. <laughs> like, but yeah, I just find that quite mm. funny. I didn't but think lads would be like that. I know girls would do that. Yeah. I didn't think lads yeah. would be like, yeah, here's my picture from... Yeah. I have, like, a black and white photo that I still use as, like, profile pics and stuff, but... It's about eight or nine years old. Yeah. But obviously but you haven't... Have you your phone on you? Yeah. Go on to my Facebook page or just just search my name on Facebook and go into my profile and flick through the profile photos. Do you see it? And compare it to me now. I think it's... A lot of people say, like, Fiona would say as well that I, I, I look around 30. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm 39. And she thinks I haven't aged. In, that one? Yeah. You actually look older and you look like Steve Jobs. Are you sure that's not just how I'm posing, though? I think it's probably because you're posing. Because people have said that before. <laughs> oh, have they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's dead, well, too, isn't he? Yeah, he died, so. <laughs> 2002. Do so you think I look older there? You look older there. I think it's because of the black and white, the lighting. Mm. Is that it? That's, you're talking eight or nine years ago, that. Oh, yeah, 2015. That's not an insult, though. Okay. Because if I'm saying you look older there, that means right now you look yeah, younger. Yeah, I look younger. So that's, mm. <laughs> to me, that would be that's yeah. not an insult. But then again, I'm the worst person. I, I come out with things that I shouldn't. <laughs> I'm always, I like, always put my foot in it. Always. And also, whenever I put my foot in it, I know I put my foot in it. So I, like, I keep digging to try to get the foot out, but I just keep fucking digging at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the worst. It's I always get caught out. You're, doing the, you're looking to do the boxing? Yeah, we like to do the boxing. Um, we're just chatting about that. Mm-hmm. Now that I know that... Somebody wants it. Yeah, somebody wants it. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they come knocking. I go, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Would you ever start any shit about the person that you might be fighting? And just, you know, like, just create oh, a like bad that? buzz? Um, I don't know if I could. No. Would you... How, how serious would you take the whole thing? Oh, fuck, I'm so competitive. Would like, you go I would another? actually... Yeah. I like I'm the most I'm comp- I compete against myself. Mm. Remember Snake back in the Nokia days? You wanted to beat yourself. I beat myself all the time. Phoebe Buffet. Phoebe Phoebe why 
What? She did that. Remember, they got in Friends. They got was it Miss Pac-Man? Uh -huh. And she always wanted to beat her own top score, or was that Monica? I think that feels like a Monica thing. Those done that once yeah. I started talking, I was like, but I just kept talking. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it might be Monica. Yeah, I'm very much a Monica then. Mm -hmm. I have to, like, uh, yeah. No, so so this box not taken seriously. Yeah. You'll see me out running at five o'clock in the morning. No, you won't. It's too cold. Um, <laughs> joined the gym last week. Still haven't went. <laughs> good Always intentions. Good yeah. intentions. Like, but if it's in February, it's. I know. It, you're talking like professional fight camps are usually six to eight weeks. Like at the least, I think six weeks. Unless you take a, a fight last minute and you're in shape all year round, but you're talking like we need to start exercising as soon as possible. Oh, like shit. me especially, I, I I'm the same. Every day I wake up and I'm like, I want to go for a gym before I start doing work, and I look outside. I'm like, fuck yes. And then I watch like, home alone with my daughter. But like, so. what's outside? That's what I think because you're just literally just walking from the car to the gym. But I'm the exact same. Like even there where I am, it was just winter down where I'm living. So it's like, nah, I'm going to stay in the house today. Like, fuck it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. So just get a wee treadmill at home with the ground. I actually got a treadmill last year. It's one of the ones that slide underneath the sofa. Fucking class job. And do you sit down and just like sort of like speed your feet along with it? When no, you're sitting it fucking up? blew my electric and went on fire. Did it? And then I tried to get, I, I asked for a refund, so I sent it back. So this is what it was. It cost me £150. And then had to send it back in the terms and conditions. They said that they'll pay for the postage and packaging. Forty pound to send it back. So it's one hundred and ninety pound. That was a year ago. Amazon still hasn't still not. none. Wankers, like sorry. That's I'm just that's my rant anyway. <laughs> so it's like, yo, I get a travel in class, Greg. And um, maybe get one that's from an actual store where you mm. interact with people, and that's fucking Amazon. So I was thinking too, one hundred and fifty is quite cheap for a. For a treadmill, like you're talking, even on Facebook Marketplace, you'd be lucky to get one for 150. Yeah. But it's the wee one. It's the wee one that has no. It doesn't have them big arm things. It just slid underneath. It's just the base. Yeah, it's just the base. So mm. I was able to slide it out, stick on Seinfeld, and fucking Feldfeld. Seinfeld. That be your go-to. Yeah. Yeah. I got into it there well, last year, but since the treadmill broke, I haven't. Because <laughs> it was my treadmill series, do you know what I mean? You've got certain things like at night time, like yeah. I've just finished Wednesday last night. I hear it's it's overtook Dahmer as like the second of all time, the yeah. second streamed English speaking TV show on Netflix, I think, or it is good. Like, it is is it good. Um I just wish there was more. Mm. I'm very much a bulk watcher. Yeah. So I have to bulk watch stuff. Do you bulk watch? I used to, not anymore. Do you know why? Because I feel like I've watched everything that's half decent or good. Yeah. I feel like there's just nothing left. Like, do you know, all your breaking bads and yeah. things like ours, just season after season, and you just turn them out. Like, breaking we watched The bad. Office oh, relentlessly. Like, every night we watched two or three episodes love before office. bed. It's Amazon taking it off. It's off Amazon. Amazon Prime? Mm -hmm. Sure, it's on Netflix. Not Netflix. Or Netflix is taking it off. Netflix oh, is taking it off. I watched it last night on Netflix. Well, they must be taking it off because they sent me an email and the, the office is leaving. So I finished Wednesday last night, so I'm like, I might yeah. not be watching the office yeah. again. But even on like Facebook and stuff, so I follow all their videos, so you get you get wee snippets. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah. still have their that yeah. interjection, like I, or interjection, I still have, what's that word I'm looking for? Injection? I don't know, mm -hmm. there's a word there. I've lost my word, you know. Have you? Yeah. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, that's not your business, but I have okay. lost my words. <laughs> this is actually, actually don't tell me. Um, take a guess. 24. 
So you said earlier about the passport. Whenever I said I was like 12 years old, you're like, yo, you're 12. And I was like, I'm wonder what made me, I wonder what what made me think that. Do you know, like that real kind of fucking David, all, yeah. David Mead kind of yeah. Joe planting things outside the room and then you go into the room <laughs> and they're like, pick a colour and you're like green, they're all high, we put a yeah. big fucking green sticker on the door. The See, way. I, I said that, I was like, yeah, my passport's 12 years old and then you're like, oh, you were like 12. Mm. And then when I was like, yes, you're eight. I say I set all that up for you, Sean, so. That's what it is, yeah. So you're 24. Um, well, I have a 13-year-old daughter, so. Fuck, you started young. 11? <laughs> Do you know I've actually... You have a 13-year-old daughter? I have a 13-year-old year old son. Well, is she single? Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, not for me, obviously. I was asking for my 13-year-old son. Um, I have a 13-year-old, a 15-year-old, and you one that's on the verge of being 19 next good. month. And he's back in university tomorrow. How does that feel? <sighs> <laughs> We're getting crazy. How does that feel for you, Sean? When it's you're 39, you're not looking at... That'll be me, actually. So whenever I'm 39, mm. she'll be... Nineteen. Right. I, I can't even Wait. figure that out. Hold on. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm thirty-four. Are you? Yeah. Because she'll be fourteen in April. So I was mm-hmm. twenty when I had her. Oh, so it, yeah, it'll be the same. Yeah, yeah. I was twenty when I had my son too. It's, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Like. I know. Because I was nineteen when I found out about her. Mm. So I was very much for a, for a long time. I was still nineteen. Like my mm. life, just people come up to me like, "How old are you?" I'm like, oh, "I'm nineteen. I'm like, "No, twenty. No, I'm twenty-one." <laughs> I was like, sorry, I'm 22, and then I have to go back over to them, like, I'm actually 21. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, you don't want to know. Like, mm. it just, that was it. Yeah, it takes years off you, doesn't it, like? Well, I don't know. You thought I was 24, so. True. Yeah, you're going backwards. You're Benjamin Button, though. <laughs> go backwards. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, because I was 20 when I had my first son, James, mm-hmm. and I almost feel like I went from being a child looking after children yeah. so I feel like it's only uh, over the past maybe two or three years that I've started to kind of find myself mm-hmm. and I still feel like I have loads of work to do on that because I don't th- there are a lot of things where I'm like what actually makes me happy what do I enjoy mm-hmm. doing do you know yeah. so I, I'm trying to kind we of lo- we figure all that out yeah. we yeah. that where everyone's in uni or where everyone's going off and finding yeah. themselves I just went from living with my mum and dad straight into yeah. just a, a different family and trying to raise children on values and morals and all these yeah. things that I didn't even fully understand yet, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's mad like when you think about it, like whenever I had Katrina, um I was starting off in college and then I didn't tell my mad when I was five months because I was the only one in my family who went off to college like I was gonna be somebody, I was mm. gonna do something. So she was all proud of me. And then I was like, Oh shit. I'm having <laughs> a baby and it's I said oh I'd luck and all that shit. Um <clears throat> I was put out of the house. Were you? Yeah, but I had my accommodation. I had my accommodation in Derry. Right, McGee? No, I didn't go to McGee. I went to Northwest? Southwest? Southwest, mm-hmm. Northwest. <clears throat> um, went to Derry, but I had my accommodation, but I still had two part time jobs in Oma. So I had a home at the weekends, and then I just stayed with her daddy, like with a boyfriend mm-hmm. at the time. Um, but it wasn't until she was born, my mummy kind of, my mummy came down to visit and that was it. Like the two of them were like that. Like, yeah. They were so close. They She's practically are. rare to her as well. Like, so she yeah, allowed me, great. like I went off. She still allowed me to go off and do what I want to do. Like I was in college, did my master's degree in Dublin. And then with the film and I'm away all the time. So it wasn't for my mama. Like True. I would still be literally in McDonald's because I worked at McDonald's. Like, so, yeah. So yes. what was the other part-time job? Was it dailies? No? No. <laughs> Claire's accessories. 
right. Claire's accessories. And it's quite funny because there's a wee eye that you saw always come in, and because we're wearing the like a lanyard and it had our swipe in it, so it all had it all had Claire on it. So we, she thought we were all called Claire. So she came in like, oh Claire, hello Claire. But I was actually Claire, so I was like, Rah. that was funny. I was like, why does she think we're all called Claire? And it was like the lanyards are all she thought it was the name badge. So you were just walking out every day going popping them accessories. Welcome to my accessories. <laughs> you are Claire. So um, tell me about your your job now then. You're a what's your what's your official title? First assistant film director. That's dreams, like that's yeah. that's dream goal for a lot of people. Yeah. Are you buzzing off it? You don't seem to be. But do you know what? I've been doing it now. How old? How it's two thousand and seven was my first AD of the third AD on an Oliver Cromwell documentary. <laughs> right. Um. So it was two thousand and seven. So what are we now? Fifteen years later. So fifteen years I've been ADing. So I do. I do love it. Like I do. Mm-hmm. I do people's and like I. I love it because like I work independently, so I could be anywhere at any time for however. Like I've turned down. I turned down the long jobs. Because I don't want to be away from home for too long, the weekly. Of course, yeah. So I think the longest one I done, um, was it got to three months. Jesus. Even at that's quite long. Yeah. Like, so Where a lot of my that? work, huh? Where was it? Belfast. So it was coming home at the weekends still. Oh, that's, but, good. that's yeah. good. Yeah, but um, I think now that she's getting older, so she's thirteen. So I've basically got five years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, instead of like. So you can take on jobs that are three I year can projects. I take on longer ones and I can yeah. take ones on because there's ones over in England that look at me and stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go to England. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know I actually got offered a scholarship whenever I was in college to go to yeah. England before what? I had Katrina? I turned it down because it was like, I don't want to go to England. <laughs> Just, you didn't want to go to England, that was it? don't want to go to England. Mm. You know, I'm very much a home bird. That's why I'm so, like gig wise too. I'm like, why would I go to England and spend a couple of years working my way up the ladder? Mm. Sleeping on people's couches, not earning any money. But I can do a gig here and I'm home half an hour later in bed. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Why, why would I even bother with England? Uh, and the, because the scene's so phenomenal here now too. It's unreal here. Like England almost need us. Or yeah. want to come to us more yeah. than we want to go to them. Do you there know what is mean? a few coming over here, isn't there? Yeah, there definitely is. There's a lot of touring now starting to turn yeah. over here. The scene here has... It's, I just can't get over it. I mean, mm. um, especially, I think it's just... Because of after lockdown, people are just eager to fucking get out and do something different, isn't it? That's it, yeah. And what what I find too is when I bring like friends or family members to my gigs, mm. they almost get bitten by a bug when you see live stand up and they're mm. like, "Oh, when's the next gig? Tell me, yeah. Joe, what when is there something on, or how do we get see, tickets to something else?" Wouldn't be like even a lot of my friends and all their friends aren't really that many friends on them, but um, <laughs> but like like nobody I know would go to a comedy club or comedy gigs. It's not mm-hmm. a thing. And then, I know I was chatting with a friend here yesterday. She said that she wants to try and get into going to more comedy. And I, was, I remember thinking, I, right now, nobody really that I know goes to comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't bring any friends or family to any of my gigs. So. Neither do I. I wonder, is it more like a city thing, like just Belfast? Yeah. Or, I yeah. I, I think you have to, you really do have to be a follower. Like, mm-hmm. But that's it. But once you start watching the likes of all our podcasts and things like mm. that, you know, then you begin to almost you get to know us all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you do the rounds every week. Right. You're all, I listen to this person this day, this yeah. person this day. But that's another thing is that people want to know. <clears throat> so say the way we're coming up through, you know, doing our gigs and stuff, but people want to know us as people now. Mm. Like that's, that was never a thing way back whenever, you know, like TV and movies and all started coming about. 
it was whoever you've seen on on the stage or on screen like that was it but yeah. nowadays because you've got your podcast you've got your social media people are now able to contact us directly and get to know us that's what I hear and i'm not really fussed on it either and i'm also the I type of person it. where i feel bad if someone messages me i feel like oh, i should message them back because you know what mm. i'm not a dick but uh, this past few weeks i've actually stopped replying because i tend to then Whenever I'm having conversations, I'm like, oh, thanks. And then the conversation goes on. I'm still like, oh, I still have to reply to this person before yeah. I know if they're asking me out. I'm just like, shit. I've, so many times, Sean, like, yeah. I can't. It's not, like, I'm not being big-headed or wrong, but, like, if they could just, I'm you know, just being nice. And then. They take it the wrong way, do they? Exactly. And it's because of through messaging. Mm. And it's very much like some of my sets. I talk about looking for a fella and all that stuff. But that's just. You on persona, stage. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like leave me fuck alone off yeah. stage. Do you know what I mean? That's it. And but the same they seem on to stage. think you have to be that person. Yeah. You know, even there, like I put on the persona, like I do this character, um, like even on social media stuff, I put up like I'm a farmer, and I'm out farming. So I met up this fellow once, and he was really pissed off that I actually wasn't a farmer, and it, like he just was like, oh, "Why, why do you say that? Why do you do that?" I was like, "Lad, that's a character." <laughs> what, like you just don't get it, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. So there's that there side to it, you know. Unreal. It's, it's quite funny when you think about it. Like, do you think you could ever be with someone who's also a comedian? I think that probably has to be the way, doesn't mm. it? Like, you have it's, to understand that it's the same with the filming. That's so what like, it comes down to. It's an understanding. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, with the filming lifestyle, I'm always on the road. I'm always away, and it's long hours. Like, because I'm my job. So my job, like, I have to do the schedule and run the show. So, never really on the phone constantly chatting to people and whenever I come home at night I have to do the call sheets get them sent out mm. so you just you don't have time and then whenever I have been in previous relationships it all broke down because like oh you didn't message me or I could see you're online I'm like yeah but I'm online to see like WhatsApp you know like trying to get people on set or whatever yeah. or you know like if I'm away in hotels it's like oh send me photographs of your room but really it's to see if someone's in the bed and it's like lad I don't have fucking time to even okay. speak to you never mind yeah. you know so you need somebody that understands that lifestyle and it's, it's the exact same with comedy like. mm-hmm. that's so, why I think me and Diona like get on so well yeah. and we're almost like best mates as well as you know partners because yeah. we both understand what each other does and there's times where you know like if Diona's got cast in something there's a high chance he's going to have to give somebody a wee smooch, you know, during one of the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you just have to live with. But in previous relationships, people would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, this is cheating. Or, you know, you, yeah. you, you, but you're, you love that and all. And it's yeah. like, no, it's completely different. You, <laughs> you, love you need to understand that before you are yeah. with someone in that industry. We can just go, but, it is what it is. But it's even the support, I think. Because yeah. for somebody like the likes of our lives, to have to go to them gigs every night, you know, if you didn't have that support and if you got that <clears throat> sorry my voice is coming in if you have that a jealous partner like oh if you meet somebody it's like I'm it's work it's yeah. work like you don't understand I'm not there to, <clears throat> I'm not there to socialise I'm not there to chat to people I'm yeah. there to like chat to comedians and stuff but it's to get into that scene but they mm-hmm. can't seem to grasp that I know I know so, it's a lack of understanding but yeah unless you're in the scene you have no idea I know a lot of people kind of think that we're like rock stars and stuff and backstage everyone's sniffing coke and fucking fucking prostitutes and all this here. They think like, we're loaded too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's right. We're like Vincent and Paul yesterday like here and fucking freezing. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck off. It's the same, the exact same with the film. And so like, like yeah. you said about like sleeping on sofas and all, for the first, like I've, for the, so to get your foot in the door, it's just the same, you have to keep doing the freebie gigs to get known. 
sofa fell on me. Like, I was sleeping in my car. You know, I was sleeping on sofas. I was sleeping on the side of roads. And, you know, to go to, to go to different jobs and stuff. Plus mm-hmm. trying to maintain a full-time job. Plus trying to get up home to see the wee cutty. And it was very, very full on. But yet people are like, oh, I bet you're mental. I bet you're loaded. I was like, lads, I am living in my student overdraft, sleeping in my car. Do you know what I mean? It's not the high lifestyle. Even now, whenever I'm, I feel, I feel like I am, I feel like I've made it in the first assistant director role, but it's all freelance. But it's still not like, people are like, oh, you'll do it for 100 a day. I'm like, Right, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like I know if I was on the bigger things, you're chatting like three about their day or something, you know. Yeah, Whereas, like, course, yeah. okay, fine, but yeah. sure, by the time you pay for your travel and accommodation, sure, twenty pound a day, okay. I know. It's a lot, but, isn't it? But no, it's it is very much, um, it's not the lifestyle where people think we're partying <clears> all the time. Like, you don't have time to party, no, you know. You don't have know. even like I don't even drink anymore either. Mm-hmm. And people are like, some I know I was chatting with someone there recently about going to gigs. I'm like, oh, I bet you're. What do you do? Do you stay down and have a few drinks? I was like, no. What do you mean? Like, they just like, what? Like, yeah. how can you go and not drink? Because you have know. to stay fresh. You have to stay sharp. And you people just don't get in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't drink what? <laughs> I know. I remember I was gigging in Liverpool once, and my mate came to meet me. Uh, he lived in Liverpool, and. I got paid after the gig and he goes, oh yes mate, drinks are on you tonight. And I was all, this is my fucking wages, do I follow you to the bank machine in the Friday afternoon, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, come on. It's as if it's all just like toy money and it's yeah, like, oh, you've yeah. got this for doing fucking nothing. And I'm like, no, I got this making sacrifice after sacrifice yeah. for years and months and days and fucking weeks and just trying to hone my craft and mm-hmm. get better and better Isn't and that story of Picasso? Picasso? Picasso. Castle. Castle I knew I said it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Combined the two. That's what I said about my words. I'll tell you a story. Let me tell you the story first. Um, Picasso, right? Mm-hmm. Did you, you've heard the story about someone approached him in a cafe or whatever and says, Here, there's a napkin. Can you draw me a quick picture? So he drew the picture right. and he went to hand it over and he says, That'll be a million dollars. And they're like, What? You, she just drew that in 10 seconds. He's like, Yeah. But it's taken me twenty years till to be able to do that, mm-hmm. you know. So it's the craft, it's the it's the honing, it's the yeah. the labor, and it's like that's not just that's not just ten seconds of shite. That's twenty odd years of being able to do that just yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's the exact same. Like it's but anyway, my words. Um, I don't know. Like, is this the thing? Actually, maybe I should not be talking to my doctor, but that's not you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think I have verbal dyslexia. Is that a thing? Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, it's bound to be a thing. Verbal dyslexia. Yeah. Verbal dyslexia. Yeah. Am I like, can I? You work away, yeah. Um, actually, I should probably just do it at home. But because this past while, like, I actually, verbal dyslexia. Um, oh, shit, it's actually showed up. Hold on, right? Bound to be a thing. Delayed speech development compared with other children. It's the same as this is for children. You're 24. <laughs> um, I'll look at it later. But no, um, whenever I'm up on stage... I'll mix up my words, but usually, and a lot of the times, it actually works in the ben- in my benefit. And people be like, right. "Oh, keep that! That worked." Mm. So I try to keep it, but because it slipped out, <laughs> whenever I tried it out the next time, I fucked it up. <laughs> so like the part of what I said, there's one story I say where he, 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 he ejected himself out of the car. So whenever I said he ejaculated himself. And that got a massive laugh, and they're like, "Fucking keep it." So the next time I tried to say it, I was like, "He each, he each." I, like, I froze on stage, and I was like, "He ejaculated himself." Like I questioned the audience, and then they all laughed. It still worked because I was yeah. questioning it, but I completely fucked myself up. 
And then I was like, no, that's not right. He, no, he, and then I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not even going to think about it. And then all different words like confrontation and conversation. There was a bit of a, a link mm-hmm. there between the words that worked. So it's weird that you go to verbal dyslexia, mm-hmm. whereas I fully think I have Alzheimer's, but I have something similar. I would stir at a chair, right? Or I'm a poet now as well. I, I would look at a chair and I'd be like, and I'd be about to tell someone about it, uh-huh. but I can't think of the word chair. Yes. And I, just, I, I sit there for about a minute to the point where I'm fucking <laughs> livid with myself and I'm I'm so angry. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck do you call that thing? And I just can't think of it. And then all of a sudden it just goes, it's like my brain just goes, there's the, and you go, chair, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's. Happens to me all the time. But is it recently? Because I've been chatting to people about this and there's, they're saying it's because of COVID, we all come out of four years, I think. or something. I think since COVID, I've became almost like, yeah, like conversationally, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not all there, or yes. speech-wise, I yes. feel like I'm underdeveloped or something, but yeah, Listen, that could I, be the I feel COVID. like I've lost my vocabulary, and I mm-hmm. would, like, I like to think that I'm well, like, I love reading, so people are like, I've said this to people, like, oh, you should read more, and it's like, fuck up, I love reading, like, I read everything. <laughs> I'll stand and read all the gravestones in the graveyard, that's how much I fucking love, <laughs> love graveyards. Um, <laughs> but no, I was trying to say, like, in libraries. That was, I, I actually said to somebody, I was like, this mixing my words up is going to get me in trouble someday. And then libraries, of, of course it happened in fucking libraries. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't, there was, yeah, there was no, no uproar. I didn't get any backlash or nobody came online, but it was in my own head and it's still sitting with me. I'm like, how the fuck did I, like, oh. what did you do? What did you say? So part of this. Part it's on stage, yeah. On stage, in front of everyone. Colin Geddes is watching me and I'm trying to impress everybody. <laughs> and the word is like, what do you think I am? A frigid? What do you think I said? Fridge magnet? What do you think I am? A faggot? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Especially now with that word. Like, everyone's <laughs> fucking like, you can't say that word. No. Now, it was me the clock just so everyone laughed. Like, I got the laugh because I record, I always record everything mm-hmm. because the words pop out. So I'm like, oh, you can't keep that word. So this popped out and I turned it around and I, I had a sheet of paper as part of the, that you seen it in the moy. <laughs> and I just covered my face and I was like, how do I get out of this? And then I was like, oh, because it was near Christmas and the Christmas songs. And I genuinely was playing it that day. And I love that song, the Fairy Tale yeah. of New York. So I was like, oh, that that was fresh in my head because I was explaining to the week earlier on. But out of all the fucking places that had to happen. Do you know what though? You weren't being homophobic. Do you know what I mean? I it's, wasn't. It's context. It do you was. Know what I mean? oh God. Yeah, but it was just like, way. I want the fucking ground to swallow me. But as I'm saying, it will someday get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like, if that's happened. Yeah. What's going to happen? Like, exactly. Is it going <laughs> to happen again somewhere? Or am Hopefully. I going to say something worse? Just keep filming your sets. Like, <laughs> Something's going to hit. And also, you're going I should probably. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably address it, sir. Just to let you know, I have this thing called. Let's label it. What will we label it as? Not verbal dyslexia. Are you thinking of something else? Well, I was thinking of verbal dyslexia, but should we put like a nice name on it? For dyslexia. For dyslexia. For dyslexia. Mm. That's actually really cool because do you know the way dyslexia is spelled so fucked up that people with dyslexia can't spell it, but with for dyslexia, it's quite a t- like it's. Yeah. People with verbal dyslexia like yeah. <laughs> they'll say something else. Homophobia. <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, how <laughs> but was... But no, it's definitely um, something I need to... Work on or what are just keep it the forefront? Like, I know, I know. Aware of it? Just keep conversing, just keep keep talking to people, yeah. or is it something that you just have to get better at talking? I, I don't know. See, that's why people are saying it's because of lockdown, because mm. we were on our own for so long, mm. and we've lost that communication or something. I don't know. So, why do you only use is. is it like 13% of your brain or something anyway? Oh, that's why people who are like Rain Man or people who have um, it's not autism, is it? Or it's it's a, it's a kind of something. That these people have access to more of their brain, and that's why they're super smart and they're able uh, to like read books and then like flick it through. I think it might be it's something like that. One of them is. Yeah, I think you're right. But even whenever you are, whenever you're in your thirties, forties, like your brain does shrink, you know. Right. It's scientifically proven that your brain shrinks. It's yeah. not the only thing it shrinks. Your muscles as well. Your muscles. Yeah. Your spine. You actually shrink yourself too, don't you? Your spine, yeah. Yeah, your spine. Is it your spine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It retracts, is it? It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, because you see 70, 80 year old men. It's so and weird. They're like, they're like this here, and they're about three foot, and you're like, there's no way you've been that size your whole life. You have shrunk in the wash. Something like has happened. Like my granddad and my uncle too, he's gone after my uncle, or he's gone after my granddad. He's the same as him. He's just, they've just got so small. Mm. Like, so weird. You were never that small, like. It's like a wee leprechaun, I just put you in my pocket now and take you with yeah. me. They all have, I don't know, I noticed this the other day, we were driving through town and I says to Dion, I pointed out, I was like, every old man you see now, is their back is arched. They're, I don't know if they've had like, do you know, like fucking trade work all their lives or something. Yeah. And to the way, only in the past maybe 20, 30 years, you've been able to, been taught how to lift a box, that bars for you by the way. Oh, um you're able to lift a box by keeping your you bending your knees, keep your back straight yeah. and all this. Yeah. Years ago they obviously didn't have access to that. So they probably just went straight down, lifted it up, and now they're all walking like they're yeah. fucking like they're in the front row of a crowd and they're trying to get to the toilet during a set. Cool. Yeah. What's it gonna be like in twenty years, sir? We're all gonna have that oh, come. Yeah. You already see it, like my week holiday, she's thirteen and she's already got like I think I've got it too. There's a I think my a... son has a bit too. Uh-huh. From gaming and being yeah. on his phone. Yeah. So I've there's a thing you can get um, I've seen it on Amazon. I, I don't know if I should trust Amazon anymore, but um, you pull it in the back of your neck and you lie down for 15, half an hour a day. So I don't know. Is it worth investing? Which one? Like that's 15 minutes or a day, which that's <laughs> a, a huge day. difference. Hey, sorry, I can't make it a door today. I have to straighten my neck. Um, but it's something that we're going to have to start, mm. I don't know, working on as well, along with our verbalexia. Yeah. We're going to be going home from here with homework. We, we're we actually... This is like a health podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's help each other. It's so... A, the opposite of self, self-help. It's like, you help me, I'll help you. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. You, you scratch str- the lump. You st- <laughs> That's it. You'll start growing a nipple on it in the next generation. And it'll just be an extra tip. People will have a fucking... Put one bit on here, one bit on there, and then strap it around your neck instead of your back. That's what's going to be a like. three-way brasser. I was, Larry's. It was you brilliant. Were, you were busting your balls through it, weren't you? You were like oh, yeah. so nervous. That was my goal. That was my like. I said like, I I want to do Lavers before the end of this year. This year I've been doing all the big ones, mm-hmm. and I was like Lavers is the ultimate end goal. End goal. So I was actually chatting whenever I was in Goodstone. No mm-hmm. one ignored me. Here. So. You did not even say I, you know, hello or You were very much, you know, you were, yeah, and I was like, yeah. I'm not going to annoy him because you're at work, so I'll just leave you alone. But um, I didn't realise that 
you had ignored me. I just thought you were just busy until oh, you really? messaged me. And I was See, like, I, I was laughing. I was literally laughing. I was like, oh, that's so funny. There are about 20 comedians' names, like people who have started in the past two or three years. Yeah. And I talk to them on social media maybe twice a month. Yeah. Come back to Marvel Island. Because I never go into their profile yeah. and look at their picture. And it was the same with you as well. Yeah. It was like, I knew you of Claire Corgan. I've been messaging you, you know. Yeah. Do you know, like, are you in the farming? Do you know? <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm talking about cows, do you have? <laughs> but it was only when I put two and two together, and because she says to me, like, do you know, is it okay if I come down and watch yeah. the show? And I was like, yeah, come on ahead, you know, just say you're with us. And, and then you were obviously the only other person that was sitting with us. But I just, I, I message people, I'm like, give me a shout, and uh, I'll get you a gig at the next PB's at the Moy or, mm. you know, Lisburn or whatever, or Cookstown. And then people just like show up to the gig, and they're all, you say you'd put me on tonight, and I was all, Right, just do five minutes. I've fucking no idea ever send to them. I think I just talk to so many people yeah. who are looking spots. I just can't keep up. Yeah. Can't keep up. No, it's especially now because like I said, there's so much, just so many has come into mm-hmm. the scene now as well. And the pavilion almost has like a scene of its own, doesn't it? Or the it's open crazy. Night circuit has its own scene. It's crazy. I love that. I love going down to the pals because not only are people there on on stage, but just people who are in the vicinity, the comedians, have just come to hang out and mm. be there. You know. I tried to do that, but I was like, it's an hour and ten minutes to get down. Is it worth it? And then sometimes, like I do, I try to, I try to make it down. So I've done it a few times. I just landed down. I'm not on stage, but just to, you mingle. know, mingle, be in, the, be in the hub. Work on your verbal dyslexia. Work on like, here. Your what, do you, what do you think of this word, lads? <laughs> um, <laughs> just coming out with racist terms. But, and like, <laughs> but like, I can work this into my set, but. <laughs> Of a name that's a word that's similar to it. No, it's um, yeah, it's scary. Like, mm. it's scary, but at the same time, sometimes it works. Anyway, I thought I should take her Is on. the scene what you thought it would be when you were getting into it? And also, how do you find the scene as a whole? Um, when I first got into it, I oh great. Like, did you know people? Like, how how did you? Like obviously you worked in daily, so I yeah. imagine you knew the likes of Connor Keys and um, um Yeah, it's just from No, I don't like how do you even where do you start? Um so I found out about Graham Watson's class. Watson, yeah. yeah. So I joined that and it was every Tuesday night or whatever for like six weeks. So that's kinda, yeah, yeah. So it was again I was like <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so no, I joined that and that's kind of got me in, you know, meeting people and who was in my class was Heather, Heather Anderson, Johnny Bow, Gary Pollock. This is going to be like S Club Juniors, where are they now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually classy. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, I've evolved. Yeah. Because that's the thing, like, you know, all the years of education I did on the filament, the amount of courses and classes that I've done, I would say I've come across we've crossed paths, let's say there's 20 students in each class, I've done my God knows how many classes, I would say 125, 150 people that I've come across in Philemon, and I can count one hand how many of them students actually went on to actually work in the industry. Mm-hmm. So whenever you look at um, Graham's class, there was how many of us? And whenever you look, there's Heather, myself, Charlie, Gary, Johnny Bow. Yeah. So the four of us out of, I think there was six or seven in the class, Right. I think that's a brilliant fucking turnover. Mm. It's fucking deadly, like yeah, you know. It's almost like with Find Me the Funny too. When we did that TV show years ago, Terry Keys was on it. Do you know Terry? He's an normal man. Well, who, I know of him. He like started. He started, he started, started a bit, yeah. didn't he? But I've never actually met them. 
Oh, right, right, right. I don't think he does it anymore, but it's weird looking back now and seeing all these people who even auditioned for it. Yeah. And there's quite a few still doing it, but out of the ones who were classed as winners, mm-hmm. there's there was, I think, six winners. There's me, Mickey, Aaron Butler's already just took it back up again, and Gemma Hutton, who's been doing it as well, in like the, what, what do you call that scene? The In the gay quarter, I think it is. In Belfast, I think in the she does it. The gay quarter is that right? The gay quarter. Is there a gay quarter? I have no idea. Maybe I can. Well, it's like where all the where all the gay bars and stuff are. Yeah, yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, I think so. No, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. No idea. Like all the comedians in that area make jokes about Belfast or Lurgan or Craigavon or whatever, and I'm just like, I don't understand that mm-hmm. joke because I don't know. I don't know yeah, this area. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, yeah, so there's there's four of us out of the six who still do it, as yeah. far as I'm aware, because obviously Terry doesn't do it anymore, yeah. and there's another guy, Des O'Gorman, who, who I don't think does it anymore, I think he lives in Scotland now, but it's weird just seeing the scene over the years to see who still does it. Yeah. That's it, I had no point, I was just talking, <laughs> I had zero point to make there. I'm like, yeah, is that it? It's like my brother's telling stories, he'll tell you this massive story, but like... Uh, and what happened? She's like, I was just telling you. Yeah, right, that's it. Build it up. What's What's on the future then? What's What What's the future hold? So the future holds. I got absolutely fantastic news yesterday. I don't want to share it live, but I can tell you off camera. Um, so you what know I'm, I'm going to record when you leave and just go here. <laughs> here I'll tell you now what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Added another footnotes. Um, so because I've got the filming background and I'm doing the comedy, the plan is to combine the two. And I want to do something. Class. And is this part of the news? Perhaps, yes. Right, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. But I've been, it's something that I've been looking to do for a long time. And it's just the lack of the confidence, isn't it? Like, that's a massive thing. Yeah. Do you find that still? Every or is that fucking that's... day. Yeah. Every day. I, I, I would do a gig. I would do a month of gigs, right? I'd do 15 to 20 gigs in a month. And be buzzing and be feel like I'm top of my game yeah. and then I don't gig for about 10 days yeah. and I come back like I'm an open maker I'm like I've lost everything that I've worked yeah. over those that, that month or two months or whatever well you're like mm. no I no whatever so this thing that I've idea that to combine the two it was you know you, you know yourself you have to apply and you have to get out there and you have to put yourself keep yeah. talking I'm going to close that curtain right so I've just realised it's in your face sorry no I'm just this bright I am. <laughs> it's all It's I think it's the other one. Yeah. Lights, camera. Correction. Action. Okay. Is that was that your verbal dyslexia or did you? Yeah. Um. But no. So to put my idea in front of somebody took a lot of working, mm. working my fucking talking myself into it. Um, and then whenever I got the news, it was like, I was shortlisted. I was like, fuck, I'm shortlisted? Holy fuck, this is mental. And then when I got the news yesterday, I actually got it. it oh, like so I'm this still, is concrete? This, this is concrete. Yeah. And it's like, this is mental. It's mental because I was talking myself out of applying because like, oh sure, who, who's, who's going who's gonna to like this idea? This is only mm-hmm. something that I've thought of. This is something that I have actually shared with other people and got good feedback. Well, so... But you know what? Yeah. It's one of those ones where somebody has to get the job. Why shouldn't mm-hmm. it be you? But you just don't think like that, do you? No. It's like, what is it, imposter syndrome? 
Massively. I am massive. I'm riddled with that. Yeah. Riddle. Even still, like as as a first assistant director, I still have like I so my job on set is to like I run the set. So the only way I can describe it in like real job is like I'm the manager. So if you go into mm-hmm. a store and you want to speak to the manager, if anything's wrong on set, you come to the first lady. I have to solve all you have to think on your feet, you have to always be looking ahead, you have to know exactly where everybody is, all of that. You have to run the fucking show and schedule. And I'm still like, am I good enough for this? Of course I'm fucking good enough. Like, I've got people in England fucking over mm-hmm. there. Do you know what I mean? Like, You've been there for 15 years. I've been there for 15 years. What was that? It's like, can we put heat back on? <laughs> Is there an F in years? What did you fucking just... <laughs> no, I'm not even cold. But, like, I still, I still, like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is. Weird and it pisses me off. Is it social media? Social media is bound to have a bit of a, a maybe a lot to do with that because when you think about it, like every time I go on social media, right, I'm on almost not as a as a consumer, but almost like checking out the competition or seeing how high the bar is. Uh-huh. You know, so when I go on, you see a stand up clip, and instantly I'm like, I don't have a stand up clip to post. And then you go on and you see a sketch and I'm like, fuck's sake, I haven't made a sketch today. Yeah. And then you go on and you see some audience interaction stuff and you're like, why why do I not get my laptop out and go and find a clip, yeah. you know, and post it? And all this just takes over me. I see a funny meme, meme and, and I'm like... And before you know it, you've talked yourself into like, oh, I'm sure they're not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're comparing yourself, yeah. constantly comparing. I, keep I think that's very much yeah. a thing like because it's... See, that's the thing, like, on social media, you have to be constantly active, because that's mm-hmm. what I've noticed since I've started to be more active and putting up my clips and, you know, posting every single day. It has actually helped. Like, people you are here. You have to post every you single to, day. You have to. Like, yeah, so I've been getting day. a lot of gigs, like, even po- posting up my gigs that are upcoming, and then I've got people like, hey, I see you're doing fucking libraries. Do you want to do this? Or, oh, I mm-hmm. see you're on the boy. Do you want to do this? But if I didn't post it, people wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. But then whenever you're mm-hmm. comparing then the likes to someone else. So say someone, I don't know, um, who's coming into the scene and following me on social media, like, oh fuck, look what she's doing, she's doing really well. Oh, I'm I'm not good enough. So yeah. it's like don't don't fucking do I know. that. I know. Don't I know. do that. I know. No, like I, my Facebook page, I have fifty seven thousand uh, followers on it. And every time I go on to it, like if I go on to it maybe like in a week's time, mm-hmm. I'm like I don't have anything to post yeah. you know and then when I do have something to post I almost hold back posting it because I know it's not going to get much I'm like yeah why would my 57,000 followers from maybe around the world or probably in about four or five countries you know between England Scotland Wales Ireland bit in America maybe Australia and a few other English-speaking countries mm-hmm. I'm like the percentage of these that are going to give a shit that I'm gigging in Bali Buffet do you know what I mean? It's like, who who cares? Yeah. But at the same time, people are then following you going, how can we never see you? How, when can we see your shows? Do you know, where are you gigging? Like, you never post anything. I'm like, but you're almost afraid to because you're going to get five or six likes. Yeah. And it's going to be held back from a lot of your audience. Obviously, those 57,000 people don't see every single post mm-hmm. because you would have so much more traction. But a way of getting more people to see your posts is by posting more frequently. So it's kind of like Catch-22, where it's like, if you don't post that often, you're not going to see a huge rise or a huge, yeah. you know, jump in your figures. Yeah. But if you don't post that often, you're going to lose followers and you're you're. it's going to be harder to try and claw them back when yeah. you do start posting right yeah. now. It's fucking 
I know, but I'm almost in that thing where, too where I, I feel almost as in as if I hate social media, but yeah. I don't know if I do or not. I hate social media, but, uh, we, but, we, but we need it. We need it, it's I our job, if I it's could, our job. If I could, I've actually had to read my Facebook in the past, but it's like, I wasn't getting any work, because mm-hmm. all the work is on fucking Facebook, and you're, you're promoting, your self-promotion's a big thing too. Yeah. I struggled with that. Again, it's the posting, mm-hmm. putting yourself out there. You know, like, I come from a wee town, or like even a family, um, or if, you know, if you're bumming yourself up, it's like, oh, yeah, I think you almost have to take yourself away from all that because you, as like the imposter syndrome with, every, uh, with everything else, you get inside your own head too much, you'll not do anything, you'll not get out of bed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So what yeah. is the point? It's just trying to find that balance. But I always, uh, every now and again, I kind of think back to the picture of Michael Phelps and he's swimming during one of the Olympic events and somebody next to him is looking at him he's looking straight ahead and yeah. it's like winners focus on winning yeah. and losers focus on the winner yes mean? or the runners up focus on the winner so it's that kind of thing that i almost keep in my head it's like stop comparing yourself to all these people who are yeah. doing things because they're probably in the same boat they're probably you know not everyone is posting stuff and it's getting amazing numbers all the time and you know they're constantly rising and you, there's not one person who you would go through their whole social media feed and go that's brilliant that's brilliant that's brilliant that's yeah. brilliant you know there's a lot of it is doing a gig or it's a photo of a coffee or it's them hugging somebody yeah. and it's like i don't know it's I, weird yeah it's... i just talk myself in my own head out of doing things a lot of the time <coughs> you know that's exactly what i so that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying whenever i was putting the the idea forward i was talking myself out of it mm-hmm. but i'm very much the person that i'll talk my friends into it yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, oh, fuck you're dude, the biggest motivator of them. Yeah. Biggest motivator, and they've got like I know <clears throat> my best friend there. That I think it was last year. She was putting her putting in a script, and she talked herself out of it. I talked her into it. Oh, what have you got to lose? She ended up winning it, and no like, it, it was fucking brilliant. I'm so fucking proud, and so delighted. And then when it comes to myself, it's like, oh no, no. Hmm. why the fuck not? Yeah. Why can I not give myself that self talk that I, I give to everyone else? That I, I even self sabotage. <laughs> yeah, like like I'm always helping people. Like they try to get into the film industry, so I'll you know give them the foot in or I'll give them the pass on their contact details and pushing them. But when it comes to myself, it's like, eh, don't yeah. know if I'm good enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, if that. anyone wants help with anything, come to me, I'll, like, I'll help you. Like, but <laughs> just don't give her any work. <laughs> I'm like, I'm with Diona though, all the time. Diona, in my head, Diona can take over the world, mm-hmm. and I'm there every step of the way, pushing her and going, like, yeah, you can do this, and yeah. championing her and being her fucking number one fan. And then the owner's all, well, why don't you apply? And I'm all, you mad? What are you, why would I apply? Do you know, yeah. it's it's just as you say, it's it's fucking, it's mad. It's full it self-sabotage. It's, yeah. But no, I finally bit the bullet and applied for everything. Uh, Congratulations in advance, because I know you're going to tell me when I turn this off. <laughs> um, I've been going here for an hour. Oh, shut up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, can you see I'm glasses on I think it's an hour. I can see three different sort of figures. So yeah, let's. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the red against the red. Well, not the labor I said it's the, yeah, it's the, the color. Red. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks, Emily, for coming in. I really appreciate well, it. I'm looking forward me. to hearing what your job is. Uh, how can people find you on social media? <laughs> Just <laughs> daily. Social media. Just... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I found that all over now. Um, so Instagram, just Claire Corrigan, TikTok. TikTok is actually my nickname, Clax88. TikTok's weird. It's got a weird algorithm, hasn't it? I fucking hate it. Oh, I hate like, everything. There's videos that I put a lot of work into. Mm. 
It's football. There's ones that I'll be out, I'll literally be out in a walk on a video like a wee rant. Viral. I know. I know. Wankers. Can't win. People just love rants. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much for tangent. Um so yeah, Instagram Claire Corrigan Clax K L A C K Z idiot. What's that about? So my name's Claire, but I spell K L A Y E R. Like Claire, like Claire. Or Lair, sorry, I shouldn't say Claire. Or like Slayer, like Claire. Yeah. Um Why do you do that? Just because there was I just wanted to be different when I was right, younger. Okay. There was always another Claire. Always another Claire. So it was to differentiate. So you between. thought at least if somebody's writing down her names. Put my name in the different. phone. It was always in the phone. It's like, oh Claire, mm-hmm. oh, I've got a Claire, okay Claire, see I'm like, hey, this needs to change. So I'm Claire with a K. L A Y A R. Um and then there was a fella that I was in tech with and his name was Packy. So him and I got on really, really well. Like we were like the female heel version of each other. Right. Vice versa. So they put Claire and Packy together, got Clacky. But then Clacky got shortened to Clacks. Right. <laughs> so it's like it's two names, one name, a nickname. I have a feeling people may have turned off by so, that. <laughs> so. like, yeah, there's a long story. I should have just said there's a long story. <laughs> I have to go into the entire. So this fell is from, and <laughs> it's date of birth is April Fool's Day. It's a true story. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I've got all that. I've got my own podcast as well. What's it called? Am I allowed to? Of course, yeah. Plug away. It's um, Rural Ramblings. I'm going to promote free. your podcast more than I promote my <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we just talked about. Oh, brilliant. So, yeah, Rural Ramblings on free on Spotify. So, it's where I talk to people about cultures and townies and all that. Stereotypes. So If she's not read, keep in the shed. How many times have I been said? <laughs> no, actually. None, no, yeah. no. If she's not blue, she'll not do, sure. That's it. Um, what would you be? Would you be a culture or a townie? Townie. Really? Yeah. yeah. What would you class me as? Yeah, I think a townie. Yeah. Because this is quite, well, this is more you're from though, isn't it not? Mm, a few miles away, but yeah. I'm from a town. Yeah, no, you're townie yeah. fives. Thank you. It's, it's not. It's the crosshatch jeans, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's very much um, like you've got them rolled up and all. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah farmer wouldn't be at that crowd. Like. <laughs> farmer gets them dirty, they don't give a fuck, do they? Oh, and they're, they're too white, like they're far too white. Like, like I'm wearing my fucking boots, you know. I know they're they're proper like hiking boots. They are. They're proper first ID boots this, for this every is terrain. My, this yeah. is my first. It was because my shoes. I left my shoes overnight in the car and they're frozen basically. So I was like, "Fuck, I'll throw my boots on the ground." Yeah. But anyway, yes, that's all my. Yeah. And then Claire Corrigan comedy on Facebook. Claire with, Claire with an A. Claire with an A. Claire with an A. Uh, thanks very much for coming in. I really appreciate it. And um, I'll have you back on sometime in the future. With Glenn, yeah. If you want on with Glenn, <laughs> I'll put you on with Glenn. He sees it in the future, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll message Glenn and he'll tell me when you're free. He, <laughs> he knows all that My stuff. people talk to your people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's it for today's episode. Um, just before I go, my wife Diona has a show called Hendu, which is coming to the Grand Opera House in October, I think, of next year. It's the sequel to, what do you call it? Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids of Northern Ireland. Thank you very much, Claire. Uh, so get your tickets now. They're available. And we have a couple of scattered tickets left for Home Malone as well at the Grand Opera House this Christmas. Uh, tickets are on sale now. GOH.co.uk. Subscribe, like, fucking do whatever else you need to do. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Claire. Sad. Final thoughts.